0: Okay, so um, yeah, I mean, I think we should probably tell people like what we're trying to do. Or maybe we should back it up a bit. Um, remind me how we met.
1: So I was trying to think about this, actually, in the shower, to be oh, specific. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think what had happened was I was out at Pierre's. Akil, you're quite famous in the city. Oh, my God.
0: A lot of people. That's, that's two plugs for Piers, by the way, so far. Oh, in, in the first 10 minutes, which is great. I mean, I love Piers. I love all the staff. Hello, you know, goodbye. It's great.
1: No. Just off the street.
0: <laughs> sorry
1: to interrupt. <laughs> Keep going. Um, so I was thinking about it. I think maybe you had followed me on Instagram, <laughs> but this is after knowing about you. So I had always heard about this fine chocolate piece of sh- sushi <laughs> that's just walking around Yelltown. And then I think you followed me on Instagram and I was like, damn, like this guy wants me. I'm like, "He's in it. He's in it for real. Like he's coming at me. And then I met you. I think one night maybe at hello, goodbye must've been drunk. Cause I can't remember. That but, sounds about
0: right. Yeah.
1: And I think our relationship has taken off since yeah.
0: then. I mean, I remember obviously, you know, uh, Mickey Valens, uh, that, our, d- my baby our, daddy. Yeah. Yeah. Your baby him. daddy director of our uh, VIP services at safe and sound. He, uh, he always talked very highly of uh, this Nolan character. I'm like, who? Well, you keep on fucking bringing this guy up. Like, like <laughs> is he like the fucking king of Yeltown? Like, I thought you were the fucking king of Yeltown. And I, from what I recall, I we met. Place. Yeah, exactly. I recall meeting you. I think it was at Hello Goodbye, and you just were like a super real person. Like you were chill. Like you know, a lot of people in in our industry, in my opinion, anyway, I'm quite a bit older than you. Um, so yeah, I've seen <laughs> For quite those of a you few. At home. Yeah, quite. I'm, like, I'm 20 <laughs> plus years older, so I've seen a few. You know, a few more people come and go in our industry, and especially someone in, in your role um, who's clearly popular, clearly attractive, clearly fun. You know, but Y'all you didn't have to
1: Did you hear that. Yeah, yeah. Attractive.
0: They, yeah, and fun. it's
1: working. <laughs> they
0: um they usually come with a a bit of an an ego and an attitude that I just. To, to don't doesn't really stick with me but you didn't have any of that you were just super real super chill and i remember being like okay i could see why mickey's always bringing you up because this guy is is a real one so i'm happy that he introduced us and and, and brought us to this point i appreciate that yeah, yeah, no worries. um i'll say some nice things back i guess <laughs> <laughs> no that wasn't my intent
1: no um ever since we met like you've presented me with so many opportunities and i can't tell you enough how many times i've been thankful for someone like you in my life, I think if I were to, if I were asked um, about the people I look up to and people that I admire, you would definitely come to mind. Uh, you have gone on your way to include me in things like this, for example, and to include me in other opportunities as well. And I think that it's just um, to have somebody out there that's kind of looking out for you and um, kind of wanting you to progress as well as yourself like that. That just, it speaks more than anything really. And like, it, it goes without saying that I'm just so thankful to be a part of your life and your journey, and I'm grateful that I could be you know, sharing it
0: with you. Yeah, I mean, this is episode one. I don't want, I don't want to have a cherry yeah, te- 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 yeah, moment for episode one, so sorry, <laughs> listeners. Uh, Let's bring on the vagina. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's how we met. Um, and basically, I think what we want to present here is just kind of the Seinfeld of podcasts, and for all you people that are too young to know who Seinfeld is, um it's basically i've heard sh- of him once or twice yeah he's a pretty famous comedian had a show in the 80s and 90s um and his show was about nothing but at the same time it was about everything so i think we're gonna wait toss- i
1: thought it was a tv show
0: it is it was a tv oh, okay, show okay, okay, but okay. the tv show the whole premise was it's a show about nothing but it talks it- about everything exactly so that's kind of you know how i personally envision this and i think you would agree um we're gonna talk about you know anything from you know the quarantine to losing our virginity to you know all what kinds our next of, food craze is yeah like, we'll I'll, talk about everything yeah exactly exactly so
1: i think it's great that we're both such open people like i yeah. really have no restrictions and i think that's such a unique and fresh take on what's out there and yeah 100 just we're being unrestricted
0: be, yeah exactly and like, like i said like obviously we're both in the same industry so we have some similar viewpoints on things I'm sure but mm. we also have different unique perspectives you know because yeah, you, know, you are like 40 experience. years older than me <laughs> <laughs> I am four, I'm actually turning 42 this month okay so if anyone Number wants job. to you know shout me out on, what day uh, May 31 okay so okay. don't remember that people and hit me up on IG and fucking drop me a <laughs> note um, so how have you been keeping busy during the quarantine what have you been doing
1: uh, what have I been doing I've been drinking uh, yeah, A yeah. lot of drinking. I don't think that stops either for both of us. Oh. Um, I, At least if you spend two years in the industry, that's kind of a norm for you.
0: Yeah. goes I mean, all the way. Fuck, you're so young. Like, like Wait till you get up to my age. Oh, gosh. Yeah, then you'll be on the Coors Light train. Oh, God. Mickey, if you're <laughs> listening. Mickey, Mickey <laughs> got that from me. <laughs>
1: Uh, what else have I been doing? I've been doing a lot of Netflix, honestly. Yeah, and just trying to do stuff that kind of makes me better. I've been working out, been trying to. Your stories on Instagram definitely motivating. Yeah, are you sure about uh, that? Some people I I, I, sometimes I
0: feel that's overkill. I'm no, no, be doing no, too no. I,
1: Trust me, I'm like I enjoy watching them.
0: Okay. Yeah, mostly because you're shirtless, but well, I, I, I try to limit the shirt. <laughs> Shirts off is uh, you know one in every four. Oh sure,
1: but you know what? We're not <laughs> complaining. We're not complaining. Um, let's see.
0: What else have I been doing? What are you watching on Netflix right now?
1: Oh, I actually restarted Scandal. What's it? your opinion on Kerry Washington?
0: To be honest, like I'm not you know, a huge movie TV fan. I know who she is. Okay. okay. Um, Olivia Pope? Olivia You've P- never been Pope? I know Olivia Munn. Oh. No? no? Who's I that? Think, I don't know. I think she's an actress or something. Is that a something. porn star? I don't know. I wish we had that, that Jamie guy that Joe Rogan has. She, she could type it up, and we could see who it is, and we could see if we are even talking about the same person. Oh, gosh! But no, I think Harry Washington, she was in Django, right? Yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she was in Django. And those who are listening, if I get anything wrong or Nolan gets anything wrong, don't blow us up and Please. think we're idiots. We're just doing this live and are doing the best we can. But um, yeah, I think she's a pretty good actress, if it's the same one I'm thinking of. Um, was she in is she in Scandal? Yeah, she's, a, she's Olivia Pope. The show is centered around oh, her. Oh,
1: Olivia Pope is a fake person. Yes, Olivia Pope is a fake person.
0: Okay, well, that's, that's good to know. I thought it was like a real actress.
1: No, 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 no. Olivia Pope is the main character of Scandal. Um, the reason why I bring her up, though, is because Kerry Washington stars in a new show. Um, I believe it's called House of Fires or something like that. And she's been on fire lately because... Or, I guess... Not fire, because that indicates that she's doing well. But I think she's under some fire. Under scrutiny. Under scrutiny, yes. There you go. Um, Because of her face. <laughs> what do you mean? What, she do, what happened to her face? <laughs> I wish I could show you, but oh my gosh, her face is just... Too much work? Little, yeah, it's a little bit. It's a little crazy. Is she an, is
0: she an older so she actress? she has
1: like buck teeth and just the, the gums. and It's just a lot. Does is it, is it, that like, just
0: happen over time or...
1: Yeah, I don't know. Like if I show you a picture, I feel like you for sure agree with what I'm
0: saying. Yeah. Maybe, maybe have a Maybe of later, yeah. Yeah. Carrie yeah. Yeah. Uh, Washington, name. Well, how scandal. Is it like an old show? Is it a new show? It's an old show. I just
1: restarted it. Um, I watched it the first time around. It's by Shonda Rhimes, the creator of Grey's Anatomy,
0: How to Get Away with Murder. Oh, you know that She's really doing it. I never. I mean, I've heard of 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 Grey's Anatomy, obviously. You've but... heard of it. <laughs> is that, is Thank that with God, the... he's heard of it. Is that with Doctor McStreamy and Doctor McDreamy? Yes, exactly. Yeah, I've never watched it, but I hear it's really good. Oh, it's amazing. What, but do... I'm not. I'm not into these old shows, you know, like because you have to have like eight seasons, and everyone's talking about like Breaking Bad. You got to watch it. I'm like, I oh, watched totally. the first episode and a half. I'm like, it wasn't like it didn't really like. It has to really pull me in for me to know that I have another eight fucking seasons. To hammer through. Oh,
1: totally. I feel like if you aren't hooked in within the first season or two, it's just not going to happen. This is Kerry Washington. Yes, yeah. that's her. But she you don't look that see, bad. No, you should see her in the show, though. Because you're looking at Google Images. Oh, the show. like oh, that, She's playing a character, bro. No, no, like you have to. Oh, God. I wish I could. Hold on. Let me see if I can find it. Um, Sorry, folks.
0: I, I'm looking at a picture, and she is one attractive No, lady. she is
1: fine. Yeah. Like, definitely fine.
0: But you're making her sound like she buck
1: toothed, Larry. <laughs> just a little bit. While I find um, this picture of Carrie, why yeah. don't we listen or hear about what you like to watch Netflix?
0: Well, to be honest with you, yesterday I watched Becoming. Mm-hmm. Becoming, I think it's just What's called Becoming, about? but it's like becoming Michelle Obama.
1: Oh yes.
0: Yeah, it was dope. And like, I'm not sure if how new it is, but I think it's pretty new. Um, obviously, Michelle Obama. Uh, I think it's a G I think she should She's so cool. run She's for president to be honest bitch. I mean I don't I'm obviously we're not American and no disrespect to our American listeners out there but um I don't know what you're all doing like, I found the
1: picture oh
0: bro she is acting man All right, um, fine. but becoming yeah it was really good it was really solid I watched that Hillary Clinton um, documentary she has one too as well right yeah it's pretty good I mean they're all, it's really interesting to see how these icons and politics like what their life is like and their life is just not their life it's you know no, they even, are
1: they belong to the people
0: yeah even after after she's got out of the white house it's like she has secret service or whatever bodyguards with her 24 7 and she's like i that's mean that's crazy to me to think about it is how every president
1: afterwards they still have the exact same treatment like they yeah. still have the um men in black or Men
0: in Black, yeah. Is okay. that what they're called? What are no, they called, bro? Man in Black is a movie with Ugh. Will Smith. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, that's your era. Yeah, of course. Secret service. Secret service. a secret service. Still or not? Like again, don't don't harp on us if we're getting this information wrong. But she definitely had some bodyguards out there with her, and and you know, obviously, it's a documentary, and she wants to present a certain a certain character, but. She seems like she's pretty real and like she was doing book signings and like took time to speak to every single person. People were crying and she was just came across really genuine and really kind. And I think, you know, especially right now during quarantine, that's something we need a little bit more of. It's just like being kind to one another. And I know it's difficult when people are out of work and um, the level of uncertainty um when you know what to get even back. akio i think i would even further that and
1: say that we need to just be kind in general yeah for like, sure maybe even more so in this quarantine but just like in life 100 like, i I think i've come across so many people in the last i know I, i'm only speaking about 22 years but mm-hmm. since i've been a teenager i think i've met so many people who just are not nice people yeah it's just it's ridiculous and i think maybe i don't know if you have the same opinion but i feel like vancouver it's yeah. kind of like that. Like, you come across these people who just aren't as genuine as you think that they are, and yeah. like everybody has an agenda. And Totally. I don't know, I could have a
0: whole ass show about just what my opinion on Vancouver is, but I don't know if you agree. 100%. I mean, I think Vancouver in itself is absolutely beautiful. Like, the mountains on one side, the ocean on the other. You know, 1,000%. You know, lots of outdoor activities for active people. Um, But, yeah, there is something a little bit unique about, you know, the people... Or some of the people, obviously, I'm not going to blanket statement and say Vancouver is full of shitty people because that's just not true. Mm-hmm. But there are, like We're you both said, part of it. Yeah, exactly. But there are a lot of people that have their own agenda and, I don't know, maybe call it selfish, maybe call it, I don't know. Ambitious. Ambitious, whatever it may be. But um, there is definitely a hint of that around. And it's, it's unfortunate in a lot of ways, but sometimes I think I'm like, I don't I don't know, like, we're only living in a little bubble. Like, I've traveled a fair bit when I was playing playing sports, so I've gotten to see a lot of other, other cultures and a lot of other, you know, demographics, and Vancouver definitely is on the less kind, less tolerant side of less things. Less
1: tolerant, really?
0: Well, yeah, I would say so. I mean, again, I'm also 41 years old, so I kind of grew up, like, when I was a kid, you know, like... 10, 11, 12, um, there was, I do remember like instances of racism and like South Africa was still under apartheid at this time. And like, you know, obviously you probably know about that and I've read about it and learned about it in school or online or whatever, but never really experienced it. it. So, I mean, even little things like today, like, you know, people's sexual orientation doesn't fucking matter. Like no one gives a fuck. You know what I mean? For the most part. But back in the day when I was coming up. You know, I had friends who came out like you know, decades later because they were scared or whatever. You know, it, this wasn't as common, or I'm not even sure if that's the right word. But it was just a different time. And I even watched movies. Like, as accepted. For, yeah, as accepted, like, mm-hmm. as, like as quote unquote normal. Like I watched there's a show, a movie, which I'm sure um you probably watched with um Jim Carrey. Fuck Ace Ventura. Have you seen that movie? No, I have not actually. It's a very funny show, but there's a scene in it. Where um, the, uh, the antagonist character, they find out that she was a um, well, was a man before. Oh, okay. And then they had a whole like riff on it, and like you know, he was like crying in the shower. Like there's a movie called The Crying Game, which is kind of a, more of a serious show, but they were kind of riffing off that, and he was like made a big deal of it. And now that's so inappropriate now looking back. You know, looking back at a show, a movie that was in the 90s. Right. That was like, at the time, everyone thought it was hilarious. Me included. You know what I mean? But looking back on it now, you're like, yo, that's pretty... You can see how there would be... Kind of fucked up. Yeah, transgender people that would probably like be like, oh, fuck. That's... Like they're making fun of it. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's interesting that for me, and at the age I am now, to kind of see the evolution. Totally, because you go from being the brunt of someone's joke to
1: getting to joke with the bigger crowd you know what i mean yeah. If that makes sense yeah I like you're so. not someone's punchline
0: anymore no. You
1: you get to create the joke stuff. yeah you yeah know? exactly like that's now what it's, 2020 it's all about
0: yeah exactly and i mean i like uh, it's like a show like rupaul's drag race would have never been the same so good back yeah it's a great so show. Good. i love that fucking. really show. you watch i love that show oh but like, wait we
1: have to do an episode where we do you and drag
0: well, okay, but there's no cameras here, but oh, you know, yeah, I'm not right. afraid. I'm down to do whatever. <laughs> but like that show probably would have never got greenlit by the studios in the '90s. I- I'm pretty sure it came out in 2000s. I think so. Yeah, and that was super groundbreaking then. You know what I mean? And I'm sure that it was the first of its kind. Yeah, and I'm sure that RuPaul probably got a lot of lashback from from studios or executives or, or just general public, like like hating on it. But now it's like a pop culture. Phenomenon. Same with like Career for the Straight Guy. That's, I'm not sure if you're familiar with that show. I it's, have watched it. That's a yes. show that kind of was the first of its kind too when it first came out. So, I mean, I'm really blessed that, um, of my age and I've kind of seen things progress to a world that's now like, that I'm, I would say that I'm more proud to be a part of. Totally. Yeah. I agree. Um, um, I'm lucky that like growing up, I can,
1: I grew up in this age. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I never really had a hard time, um, with like, racism or xenophobia or anything yeah. like that so it's really nice to hear that you know this is the time of place that i live in and and i don't have to go through the same struggles that some of my elders have gone yeah. through with that being said i think it's still important to acknowledge it and Hundred. honor yeah, it and i sure. think um we can't forget it no. i think um we have to just be countable you know what i mean yeah. you have to kind of realize that people in the past were a certain type of way and we have to honor that and go th- and honor their struggles and what they went through. Because if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be given the same freedoms that I have now. You know?
0: Yeah, and I mean, it, it. We are in Vancouver. I know we were kind of harping on it earlier. I think we're lucky in that facet where there is such a melting pot of, you know, ethnicities and orientations and Diversity. all that. It's just so fucking diverse, yeah. which is great. But in some areas, like there was that, I can't, I can't remember that some. African American kid was just murdered by like really? he was going off for a jog. I read it really quickly. I don't know all the full details on it, but this is recently? Yeah, I think it was a couple of days ago and oh like Oh my gosh. Like so that the racism is still embedded in some cultures for sure. And it's it's pretty sad to think that, you know, we still live in this world that's pretty divided. Um Yeah, I don't and I don't really have an answer on how to overcome that or maybe it's a generational thing because right. like, i don't think anyone is born racist i agree you know what i totally. mean I they obviously learn these things from their parents who ta- learn from their parents and so on and so forth so yeah like how do we get to a place where you know over time you know it has existed where you know, you know in like south africa for example where apartheid was a thing and like i remember playing rugby there was like mostly just white kids on the South African teams because black people weren't allowed to play with us. that's funny to hear yeah well yeah. I mean because we all kind of assume you know we see the NBA and all that kind of stuff but right whatever yeah. and now you know it's separated from that now on the South African national rugby team there's like you know a good mix of you know it's, it's the best best athletes and that's the way it should be um, and so like, for they're... those of
1: you who don't know Akio has a huge Athletic background. I think you used to play on Canada's rugby team. I did. What else? What else have you done? I mean, that's
0: probably the, the, the only thing I've done at a really significant <laughs> Sorry, level. Sorry, I just took that away from you. Yeah, I mean, you know, I uh I swim for fun and things like nice. that. Yeah, but to like only like rugby is probably like I mean, it's pretty hard when you get to a certain level. You kind of have to um retire. Can no, you kind of have to give commit all your time. You can't oh, unless certainly. you're like a Bo Jackson who I don't probably don't know who that is, or, right, or Dion yeah. Sanders. Or these are like two like guys who are multi professional athletes in, in baseball and football. And those guys are like once in a generation type of players. So yeah, most of my athletic background was was rugby. So that's you know, forgive me. You for should see a, his ass. If, <laughs> if there's quite a few stories that kinda of go back to that. But I mean yeah, I think we're getting, it's definitely a lot better than it used to be, mm-hmm. but we're still a far away from where we need to be. I agree completely. And then when, you know, I'm not sure if you plan on having a family, but you know, I plan on having a family at some point and I just want to leave the world in a better place for them than it than it was for me. Not saying that I, you know, came up in, in a fucking shit storm or mm-hmm. it was horrible, but there are definitely some things that I experienced that I don't really uh, want my my children. children to to have to to see and totally. to hear you say that you know you haven't really experienced too much you know racism or anything like that really warms my heart to a severe degree yeah I mean, exactly I, I mean we've everyone... all experienced totally um
1: experiences in our life we all experienced experiences yeah. um but uh i it's not as bad yeah. you know what i mean like uh, compared to our elders and yeah. people who've gone through it like i can say that it hasn't been that bad but You know what I mean? Like, that that doesn't invalidate with anybody else's. No, 100%. I'd never want to do that, but I'm glad that I can live in a world where I can say that.
0: Yeah. Do you, like, have you ever talked to your parents about it and, like, what they experienced? Um, With racism
1: and stuff like that? Yeah. Um, Yeah, I I would say that my parents came here when they were, I think, like, in their mid-20s. So that's, like, 1980s. Yeah. And um, I know for a fact that, like, my dad had to always go around with his friends because, um, if you guys didn't know, I'm of Fijian descent. And um, I guess people were looking at them as as a different type of, like, group or minority and um whenever they went out or had to be in social settings they had to be careful and they had to carry like things with them just in case um other people saw them as that minority and wanted to target them so my dad has definitely told me about times where he's been in fights my mom on the other hand she hasn't told me a lot about racism but i'm sure she's experienced it my mom had a different struggle though yeah Um, my mom grew up with vitiligo and so she was always kind of seen as a as a quote unquote freak i don't want to say that word like it's Offensive, but um, that's how she was looked at, and that's how she's felt growing up. That's how she's told me she's felt. Yeah. You know what I mean? If those of you who are not familiar, vitiligo is where your skin um, doesn't produce the same amount of melanin all over. So you do, it's the same thing that Michael Jackson had. So she had patches all over her body. Yeah, there's a real famous model that has that, no? Yes, uh, Winnie Harlow. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Okay. Exactly how my mom was. But imagine having that in the 1980s and 70s mm-hmm. and in your entire life, and Back then we didn't have Michael Jackson, we didn't have Winnie Harlows that made it normal. Yeah. Or made Accepted. it acceptable. Totally. Yeah, exactly. And so that was her struggle and I hear that and it's just it's crazy to the point that we come to now because yeah. people don't look at it as any different anymore. She's told me she doesn't experience the same type of um views or stares or or um just the same struggles that she gone through, you know what I yeah. mean? Well,
0: that's great. I mean that's again, this shows, you know, how far we've come as a, a society, which I think it's positive, and and I am happy that we're kind of chipping away at it. Um, mm. So your your parents both came from Fiji to Vancouver. Yes. Okay. So, um, my dad came here first, and yeah. yeah, yeah. So they they knew
1: each other before they arrived. No, they did not. They oh. um, they met here. So funny story, my mom used to work at Pizza 222. Oh, you... I, I,
0: I call Pizza 222,
1: two, two, <laughs> two, 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 many old time. So my mom was the um, the lady who would answer the phone. And my dad was a mechanic at the time. And he would call in and he'd just this is the story that they told me, that he fell in love with her voice. He had... Wow. I guess he has, like, a Asian fetish or something. I don't know. But <laughs> he thought that my mom was Asian and was like, oh, I'm so into this. He would send flowers to her work. And um, when they met, he realized that she was actually Fijian as well. And that's when he asked her. He proposed to her. To me, it sounds more like a business proposal because he kind of was like, hey, if you're in this, then let's just do it. And this is probably... A month after dating. Yeah. So they just got married right away. They went on their first date at night and day. Do you know the Yeah, the, I remember
0: they like kinda like the Boston It's like the dunny. Of, yeah, yeah,
1: that type of vibe. Yeah. And um my mom drove on the wrong side of the street, almost killed him, but
0: wow. romantic. Uh,
1: yeah, exactly. And then since then it was kind of history but it's like
0: a rom com fucking scene right I there. Know,
1: literally, I I'm not sure if they made it up it's just tell me something better yeah, than arranged marriage. Like but it. I mean, hey, I grew up with a cool story about my parents.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. Like I mean, you you look back at even one generation ago, um and dating and your parents met and were married within a month or something like that. Or, yeah, like a, it months. was like a year, but like they knew. They just yeah. knew. they were they knew they were gonna they got engaged within like a yeah, month. Exactly. And that's like the opposite. Of today, yeah, pretty much. Because um, I remember dating when I was, you know, in my teens, and you'd have to like call the landline and like leave a message with the dad or the mom, and then oh my wait gosh. for two or three days for them to get back. Like did the dad give them really? my message? That it's the worst because you're like, can you drive yourself crazy? Like did did the dad not oh, give I them a the message? Insane. Like yeah. knowing how I am now, if someone yeah. doesn't reply to me within ten minutes, I'm like yeah. shaking. But that's also a. I mean, that's all you know. Because, like, back, back then, we, there was no, like, if that happened today, for me, I'd be like, what the fuck? Like, if I don't get a response right away, what's happening? But back then, it was normal. Like, you know, you call someone, you may not hear back from them for two or three days. Right. And I was like, whatever. But at the same time, you're like, you run through all these scenarios, like, did she not get it? Do I have to call back? Should I, it's been two days. Like, is that enough time to call back? Am I pestering her if I'm not pestering her? And it was just a way more drawn-out process to even have a conversation let alone go on a date let alone develop feelings you know become boyfriend girlfriend engage blah blah blah
1: i almost feel like i would prefer that now to compare dating from what you're saying to now like i just i feel like you get to know someone on a much deeper level like it just it's just more work i feel like nowadays it's just so easy like if you want to hook up you can just Boom. go on your phone and two, within five minutes, I could just go to some random house in Yelltown and do the deed and leave it. and get it. Exactly. Yeah. But, but that, um, yeah,
0: there's pros and cons to both for sure.
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah. But for me speaking personally, I would much rather prefer that, I think. Yeah. I'm just so over the whole hookup culture. I think, you could
0: try it. Right? I mean, what's stopping you from trying it?
1: I'm a dirty whore. Ooh, that's, <laughs> that's a hurdle.
0: That's a big hurdle right there. <laughs> there's yeah. a giant part of me that doesn't want to give it up. Yeah. Yeah, it's. T- I mean, yeah, I mean, this is gonna sound like a real old man thing to say, but it's sometimes no, I feel, Go ahead. yeah, I feel kind of not bad, but I like your generation is misses miss, missing out on 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 some like more uh, human interactions, for lack of a better phrase, like you know, everything's so instant with you guys. It's like bang, Snapchat, bang, story, bang tinder bang whatever the fuck the apps are now it's like bang
1: bang 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 yeah bang. a lot of
0: banging too much banging too much banging, <laughs> too much banging. <laughs> yeah like back in the day it's like this thing's like it felt more i don't want to say genuine but you know everything is just so readily available mm-hmm. that maybe like like you were kind of alluding to that you know if it takes a little bit more work like your parents knew within the first little while because they worked to get to that point and that was over normal time. for them Exactly. Being
1: engaged and getting married, that was their end goal, yeah. getting married, having kids. Yeah. Where I feel like nowadays it's not, like, I don't, I do dream of getting married, but I, I'm not upset if I don't, Yeah. you know? Yeah. And it's just, it's
0: it's such a different time and it, it it's, it's
1: changed. It's within one generation too, which is crazy.
0: It is so crazy. And I always think about, like, generations and, like, like in people, like, two people ago or so, like, racism was full on a thing. Like, black people and white people couldn't go to the same school. Two people ago, Like, our grandparents or something. Like, not that long ago. And Mm -hmm. if you go back, you know, like, we haven't really been around that long. So, in the grand scheme of things, I don't know scientists, I don't know how long the world's been around. No, we know you're not a scientist. No, I know nothing about (laughs) that. But I do know that we, as a society of people, haven't been around on the earth that long. Mm -hmm. So, even in between the time I was born and the time you were born... Like, you don't know what a Walkman is. You don't know what a disc, or you maybe do. You never used a Walkman. You never used a Discman.
1: Oh, I like, wanted one so badly, but, like, in grade one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, like, it, it,
0: they're the worst. And, like, dial, I grew up, like, dial-up internet when internet first came on. I'd be like, Mom, get off, get off the fucking phone. Because you get on the phone, and then you dial-up with a disconnect. And it'd be, like, that weird fax machine noise that goes, and that's how you would get online. And now when I don't get onto a website within four seconds i'm like fuck refresh 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 <laughs> but back then it take you four hours like yeah like two minutes just to like load up a like, a, like just to turn it on i feel like just yeah the operating system itself and it's just so weird now looking back like i don't even know how business is operated like without cell phones or internet or computers and like you know we, we make deals like all the time with promoters and and you know you know guests and tables and all that and that's like instant back in the day it's like you call, you that wait. That is actually
1: a really interesting thought. I never thought about how clubs ran before the internet. I think it was all cash just, and, and, you call and heat all your Sorry?
0: I think it was like all cash and gangsters. You know what I mean? They just oh, walk yeah, up, for sure. flash, you know, a couple racks, and you're like, okay, I'm coming in, dropping it, and Why getting not? out. Yeah, so I mean. And the now, now we've conscious
1: of that because we don't want people dying in our Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, fuck, the world is changing so rapidly. It's crazy. And the, like this pandemic has really given me a lot of time to like kind of sit back and think about do some self reflection. Yeah, for sure. Some of it's not great. I look at, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes <laughs> I look at myself. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, buddy? Like, get it together. Like, you're 41, about to be 42. Like, I always thought I had no, a family by now. Where's your kids? No. Where's your
1: where's your Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's okay. Hopefully, with this podcast, we can.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I do. Yeah, part of me just selfishly wants a, a, an offspring, like a mini-me, you know? An offspring. Yeah. They're not a kid. They're an offspring <laughs> like now. Like I said, a part of me. <laughs> you know, but I see, like, you know, I get, sometimes when I watch these shows, even when I watched Becoming yesterday and I watched how Michelle interacted with her kids, it's like we played rugby with who were the biggest fucking dirt bags ever. Who said once, yeah, who said once they became fathers, that kind of just shifted. Like, it Are you saying you're a dirtbag now? A lot no, of uh, no, shifted? I'm not saying any of those things, people. <laughs> I'm just referencing other people. I'm just teasing. I'm um, just teasing. And they said that when they had a kid, their whole perspective just shifted because mm-hmm. now it's not not so much about them; it's all about their child, and all their attention's on that. Like w- they will protect that child, and it's just like a feeling that I've always kind of wanted, and I'm excited to have. And I've always kind of said I don't want a daughter. I don't want a daughter because I feel that, you know, I, I you know, I'm sure we'll get to some stories in other podcasts. I've done some unsavory things back in my playing oh, days. Oh my lord! But oh. I was always kind of worried about having a daughter because then there'd be some guy like a 20 year old version of me showing up at the door, and I'd be like, I know what you're fucking up. Well, to, that's you, why your daughter needs shit. a
1: friend like me. Well, yeah, who can exactly. Call her
0: out. Yeah, and
1: be is. like, no. Yeah, and
0: it's helpful. No her. more rugby players. But I like I. But the way a daughter like. You know, I know these are movie references, but like wait, way, you know, I see daughters interact with their their fathers, um, it really kind of, it, it touches me in a way that I never thought it would be a thing. Mm-hmm. So I think I kind of, you know, I obviously. Think da- daughters and fathers have a different type yeah, of bond. Yeah, they have a bond. They I do. I mean, I'll be happy for a healthy child. Regardless. Regardless. But, you know, part of me kind of like, you know, having a daughter that is a daddy's girl is kind of. Kind of something that you know, I would it's look special. forward to, yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah, I would going, even back, I, going like, back to the cheesiness, we're going back to the touchy, <laughs> the touchy. No, but
1: it's real, so I it's mean, yeah, mental, yeah. No, even I would I love a child, even at my age. Like, my brother, he just had a baby as well, two healthy babies, right. and um, ever since I've met them, I just it's been crazy. I'm 22 years old and I want to have a child, I want to get married like as soon as I can, and yeah. I want to start a family, and I think that's such a big goal for me, but. There's so many other things i have to accomplish first yeah. like uh, this podcast and there you um, go all of that and hopefully one day you know
0: yeah i mean but like you at your age you have accomplished so fucking much and going back to like when we first met i'm like this kid is driven like he at me at 20 22 mm-hmm. like no idea what the fuck i was doing i appreciate that i was Thank just you. playing rugby luckily enough decent athlete and that was it like i had no business sense i had no idea like no real focus you know what i mean it's more or less a fucking meat stick but like (laughs) but like you like God, i wish i knew you yeah yeah, you're well spoken you're determined you're driven you're making moves and it's great to see like you know it's it's pretty rare in you know on our industry to have you know someone so invested in their future so soon because you know i don't know what your perspective is but for those of you don't know i'm crying right now (laughs) on the inside maybe um (laughs) A lot of people, young people in our industry, just in it for the money. They're in and out, which I totally respect. It's a hustle. Mm-hmm. They're trying to save up for a house or to go to school, to be a nurse, or whatever, um, which is fine. But, you know, very rarely a person like Nolan will come along who has that same drive, who wants to make money, wants to hustle, but also has a, a little bit of a grasp on the bigger picture outside of this and wants to use his platform, which he's created because he's super popular and all oh, that shit I said earlier, to kind of... Do better for himself and and, and do something for those around me. Yeah, and, a, and, and like it,
1: I said at the beginning of this, is a message I want to um, convey to everybody. <laughs> I want to, you know, create a place where people can be themselves. Party. I think I'm just such a party. I want people to enjoy. I love yeah. to entertain.
0: That is a fact. And
1: I just, it's just so fun. I love to. I was going to use service, but
0: that's a horrible choice of words. Oh, <laughs> Only fans page, page coming out soon from Nolan, I bet. Oh, my God. Um, Would you subscribe? Uh, depends on how much it was. Right. Yeah, you I, get a You know what I mean? Yeah, I'll take that. Yeah, I mean.
1: Yeah. As long <laughs> as you creating f- content with me.
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that off, off, <laughs> off air. Um, yeah, so, yeah, obviously, you do a great job of that, like creating that party. That. And when I see you at, you know, nice guy brunches or whatever, you're the focal point. And that, you know, you are such a positive energy, which we just need more of because a lot of our our, our industry, um, they're not genuine. They're not, they don't really have that, you know, I think more positivity is needed in general sense, mm-hmm. but I think in our industry especially where, you know, there's a lot of drinking and, and drug use where things can get kind of dark. Totally. Or can go dark real quick and you're and like a ray so easy of, to cross those of, lines, yeah, especially exactly. with the type of people you know what I mean yeah and you're a ray of sunshine for sure in that, in that in that space um,
1: and like yeah. I said like in the beginning of this I'm so thankful to have someone who can guide me like, is, that, is that me? yes yes you, it's, <laughs> you, it's you you <laughs> um, no that's so like it's it's. I look up to you like so much like and I'm happy that there's someone that can guide me make me help me make the right decisions like yeah. and just kind of teach me what the fuck you've done because I look to you and I'm like you've accomplished so much you've Said that you feel like you don't know what you're doing to like wake up, but I yeah. I look at you and I'm like you've done so much, yeah. and I'd be lucky if I grew up to be able to like, <laughs> say that I was like you yeah. and um accomplish things that you've accomplished. So, Akio, props to you, my man. man. That like, means a lot. You I mean, are killing it.
0: I'm also a big believer of paying it forward. Like I didn't get here by myself, mm-hmm. so I really have a problem with that word, word um, or phrase "self-made." Um, I don't I don't really believe in it. I think that everyone has help along the way whether it's you know small or significant like i don't myself believe that anyone gets to where they are today without sounds... someone mm-hmm. or something whether it's a kind word or whether it's you know a loan whether it's you know an opportunity whatever it is you know you, people are given chances to succeed and they don't do it by themselves so i've definitely had those opportunities you know in all avenues of what i just said and for me i'm happy to pay that forward and pass it on to the nolans of the world to the mickeys of the world to these young next generations who so you can know come
1: out and kick your ass
0: exactly i don't i'm old i don't <laughs> want to be hustling and out at the club drinking until 3 a.m at 41 years old if you were bro. still in the club if That's i was not a good in the club fans. and 40 year olds were there i'm sorry i'm going home yeah It's It's not not a good look, fam. It's not a good look. Why don't I go to D6? Oops. (laughs) Ooh, throwing shade, episode one. Um, Yeah, so obviously my goal is to get, you know, pass on as much as I can and have you guys run with it and and, and put your own spin on it. Because you guys know what's going on more than I do. Like, you know, I own and operate some shit. But without guys like you, obviously you don't work for me directly. But, you know, I'm sure Mike and all those would say the same about you. Shout out Michael Yeah all those. Of those guys Um That you Are essentially the reason That we are able to Be successful Because yeah. You guys are the face You guys are our soldiers For lack of a better word You guys are on the streets You know what's up You know what people want to see oh, You know what parties want to go Yeah You know what they want to drink Like You know It was up to me I would have like No fucking Ace cases No this And I would have Coors what? Light By the fucking flat Oh god But I realized That's not a thing Yeah <laughs> So yeah, again, like I, I, I really, want like, want to try to pass on as much as I can to you guys. A, so I can get the fuck out, and B, to like, cause that's I was given all these same opportunities, and and it would, it's only right to kind of you know pass on that to the next generation with the expectation that you guys do the same, cause. Believe it or not, one day you're gonna get old too, my friend. No way. There's Botox, gonna be a time Botox, when you're gonna baby. be old, Nolan, with a baby Filler and Botox. Let's go. Yeah. So how you doing with, like, so? Let's get back to quarantine mm-hmm. and um, what you've been doing. So how how are you coping with? I mean, I can see you have a pretty nice looking haircut right now. Thank you. But how are you doing with like you know all the other things like you know like I know you mentioned Botox and, and fillers. I'm not sure if you're joking or not, but <laughs> obviously there is. Well, yeah. as everybody
1: knows I'm a fake ass little bitch. <laughs> just kidding. Um, I have gotten my face injected once, and that was last year, and so that's not a problem for me. Yeah, but yeah. I know a lot of my girlfriends are struggling with not having their lips <laughs> as big as they usually are. Oh, um, I recommend a chicken fat. I'm not sure if that works, but you never chicken know, chicken fat, chicken fat, injecting this shit it out of it.
0: Wait, where would they go to do that? I feel like you to rub it on
1: their lips. Yeah,
0: fuck. Go to Safeway buy some chicken. I feel like you have a disclaimer on here. So uh, That's not real. It's do like when Trump's use... talking about Lysol. We don't want a <laughs> bunch of people getting salmonella from putting raw Injecting chicken on their lips. raw <laughs> chicken
1: into their mouth. Yeah, don't do that, folks.
0: <laughs> I'm so thankful
1: my cousin um, is a hairdresser, so yeah. she comes over just as my hair. Uh, we try to be as sanitary as we can. Um, social distance, obviously, but... Um, so that's how I keep staying
0: fresh. Uh, hey, you look fresh, bro. Us- like, my you. mop is not fresh. Yeah, I got, you guys should check I, out I this fro. Like, that like Akio's a Yeti. Aikiel's been rocking. It's not good. I might do a side by side. Oh god, after, you like, do a mullet. It's it's not good. It's not a good look. I feel like I'm like... I'm kind of into it. It's, like it's kind of scruffy, you know? It's different. It's, I feel like I'm like a... I could play like an 80s crackhead <laughs> in like a movie. You know <laughs> or what a I mean? hobo just like yeah. sitting on the corner of a street. For Disheveled. Sure. Hair is like...
1: As you wear sexual sweatpants. I mean, yeah, it's not...
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll be like a well-off hobo when it's down on his luck. The one that lives in Yelltown. <laughs> no, no. I'm a, I'm a Cole Harper guy. Right. No disrespect my, my to Yelltown. my bad, my I bad. love Yelltown. I love working in Yelltown, but I like some distance, so. I live in Cole Harbor, work in Yale Because if I lived in Yale Town, I feel like it'd be out every day. That too, but like I go shopping and like see someone who's at the club who didn't get in and to oh, me about yeah. this or like, oh, can I get this? And I'm like, fuck, I don't. I when I'm like doing real life shit, I would like to be doing real life shit, right? Like having and not being human by interactions. Our club patrons. Yeah, not no disrespect. I love you guys, but I want to have you know.
1: A separation i think yeah. that's work-life balance
0: of course 100 percent, and i'm so huge on that and that's another reason i train as hard as i do because i believe in that balance like you know i don't party as hard as you are as hard as i used to because i'm tired <laughs> but, <laughs> but you know you know there's a balance between like you know work hard play hard kind of thing so um yeah yeah um well, first first awkward pause of yeah I know I was like Fuck everything like, was so flowing it was so good um,
1: well, um actually, I want to know how did you get started started in what in just all of it in nightlife and how, what was what's your story my story
0: yeah, um here, the quick version i um I was playing rugby for Canada with uh, a fella who i'm sure you're familiar with justin mensa coker the no g m oh. yeah, you know him the- oh. Darkness, oh, Big that black.
1: fine piece of chocolate, chocolate
0: yes, latte, mocha Justin. Latte. Yeah, GM of cactus, um, corber. We were roommates at the time, um, and I was just oh, at the talent for
1: sure, a rugby player, Justin. If you are listening, he is a beast.
0: Heart. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, <laughs> and he was my roommate, and he went to high school with a guy named Matty Schmidt, who Maddie, um, hello, Matty Schmidt. Hi, how are you? Good to good to good to shout you out. Um. And at the time, he was a partner in a club called Barcelona. Okay. And Barcelona is the current aura. Ah. Yeah. So keep up here, people. It gets kind of convoluted. So I was about to retire. I'm like, and to be honest, I was like, you know, I like going to clubs. I like drinking. I like picking up girls. Probably um, that wasn't a problem. Is there a way to monetize this? Right. And so Maddie uh, and I had a conversation, and Justin introduced us. Uh, then we opened up a bar called House Guest in um Gastown. You're too young to know what it was. What is it now? <laughs> um it's like uh Alexander um, Point. It's support, like an art sorry. shop or something. Oh. Nice. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like um you know what that Evo is? That Evo No idea. Anyway, anyone who's <laughs> listening who's over thirty <laughs> will know House Guest. It was a fucking time. Really? It was like kind of like a supper club. Um, had a little restaurant upstairs, a little like thirty person, forty person lounge downstairs. How that old would you? Just be rammed. I was probably late twenties, early thirties, somewhere in there. Well, congratulations yeah. to you to be able to open up your own place by late twenties. That's it amazing. It was fucking bomb. It was dope. And Justin ended up being our GM there. Um, it was a really good time. And actually, hello goodbye, oddly enough, is our homage uh, to houseguest. Oh, okay. hence. HG hello goodbye Uh, HG house guest so we wanted to have the same kind of vibe underground New York style right Um, so yeah it was super fun super trendy Uh, then we had another partner that um, that we had some differences with and so we had to swerve a bit gotcha um, and uh, that didn't work out unfortunately and then me and Maddie went on to open Opus Lounge in the Opus Hotel Mm -hmm. and then oh that uh, was
1: first that was next or i guess next yeah
0: and then paul storlin who's an og in the game was with Donnelly at the time and then we revamped killjoy um into hello goodbye right and then from there everything just kind of took off and we became uh, a Sound entertainment and uh boom that's exciting yeah that was like the watered down version i mean there's a lot more oh, details I bet, I that bet. we can get into on another podcast um and we will
1: put out the coop at the lot, calling for twelve folk swat, buzzing out the bells at the box. I just hit the